Good evening, 49 Empire. Welcome back to another episode of Faithful, where we bring you all 49ers news and updates. I'm Biggie Flores, and joining is Zach Green. And wow, we're in week nine of the season. We just finished, and uh, you know we've had we started the season off great, and then we had a three week stint where it wasn't so great. But coming off a of bye week, we handled the Jacksonville Jaguars, who were great coming in six and two. Um, Zach, what are, what are your initial thoughts on the yeah, the game yesterday? Ooh, you're diving in real quick. We're going so, in fast, baby. Well, I mean, yeah, we lost three straight games. That first loss as a result of our third round kicker, or our third round pick, by the way. So, um, <laughs> I I have to start off with that statement because. Um, I worry about that, especially if um, in a big time situation, like mm-hmm. Robbie Gold was so good. Like, and yeah, I he felt didn't like miss we a playoff kick ever. Was, is that, yeah, true. that true? Never miss a playoff, at least with the Niners. I don't know about the Bears or anything, but with the Niners, didn't miss a playoff kick. So well, Bears yeah. fans are asking themselves, why couldn't we have him, right? <laughs> exactly. Like, exactly. it's crazy, like little stuff like that, but. Okay, so as far as the game yesterday, I thought Purdy, Purdy played well. I thought, like, there was um, there was little to no uh, negatives. Like, give him an A. Mm-hmm. That was the grade I gave him. Yeah, I gave him throughout, for- throughout the game, too. I gave him an A. The, the first touchdown pass, though, was a little sketch. Uh, going back. Yeah, well, Shanahan the- came out and said he's like, oh, yeah, that he was said it's one of the high. worst decisions he's made. Yeah. Which is it's valid, kind of yeah. right, but you see motherfuckers like uh, yeah. Patrick Mahomes and exactly. Josh Allen here. doing the hardest throw in football, which is running to your left. Granted, mm-hmm. he stopped and set yeah. his feet, right? He didn't just throw across his body. Exactly. We scored off of so, it, though, so it, I mean, it worked out for for us. But um, Yeah, and shout out Brandon Ayuk. He's really having a year, and it's good to see him have a year because he's in a contract year. Yeah. Yeah. So he's gonna get that that bag. I think he will, and I think I know I don't want to jump too far ahead yet, but I also think we need to give Chase Young a bag. We have a lot of players that we need to pay. Uh, it's gonna be hard. Um, thank God we have Brock on a uh, Mr. Irrelevant contract right now, so we have the ability to pay all of our players. But you know. You're right. Ayuk is great. We're going to have to pay him. Um, he's one of the best, one of the top weapons in our offense, obviously. Um, but yeah, what what a player! What a player! Well, he he's really stepped on and stepped up this season. I remember Shanahan called him out specifically in the the uh, the start of training camp. I'm not sure what it was about, though. What did he call him out on? Um, I don't know if he did it. Was it this training camp? I know he did it like two. No, three so it was ago. it was two training camps yeah, ago. But twenty twenty one. You know, everything ever since he called them out, he's been playing real well. Like yeah. last year, he had a year two, and yeah. you know it's football, right? So you want to perform in your contract year, so you can get a, a bag. And exactly, it's I don't know. Like he will. Yeah, I think he will too. But I don't know if the reason he called him out was for work ethic or just the lack of ability, maybe. I don't know. I would assume it's just work ethic. But ever since Shannon got on him, he's been great. Um, he's been 
one of the biggest parts of our offense. You know, put him next to Debo Samuel, and our offense is unstoppable this year when it comes to both Debo and Ayuk on the field at the same time. Um, but I do want to talk about the like the struggles without Debo. Do you think? Do you think that was more Brock struggle of play throughout those three weeks? Do you think no Debo was brutal? Do you think maybe Trent Williams also, or maybe just a little bit of all of it? I think it's a little bit of all of it. I feel like every team needs to go through adversity like the 49ers did the yeah. past three weeks in order to win a Super Bowl. And it was a collective effort. We should have won that first game if Jake Moody makes that kick, right? So hey, Absolutely. Brutal. I mean, it was a 39-yarder. We used a third-round pick on him. By, by the way, he's out of Michigan. And it's going to be interesting to see how many Michigan players go in the draft this year because <laughs> they could they could be some frauds or no one really knows. That's the yeah. thing, right? No one really knows what's going on. Jesus. So that said, I think it's a collective effort. Yeah. So let's not, see. Not who only the Jake Moody miss because um, I'm blanking the Vikings, the Vikings. But okay. going that back Vikings to the first game Cleveland is questionable game. at the end of the second, the first half, right? Yeah. Because, because of a Steve Wilkes play call. On, well, uh, on we need to talk coverage. about this. Yeah, yeah, yeah Because yeah. that's what changed yesterday. Wow, yesterday. Well, Formation-wise, right? Yeah, well, I wouldn't say formation. The formations have been changing a lot, which has been new to us this year. But more of the play calling itself. Um, I think throughout those three-week stint, the man coverage percentage calls was very high. Um, and I think that was because we ran a lot of zone maybe versus the Cowboys. And I think Steve Wilkes wanted to change it up extremely. Um, but it obviously didn't work. You know, we, we've lost to the Browns led by, um, what's his name? Walker. The guy gone, from the XFL. Yeah. He should have okay. gone. Um, we lost to the Vikings. We should have gone to the Jefferson. start of the season, but. I'm just thinking Super Bowl because that's what I'm feeling for this team right now. Yeah. I, I got my eyes on the Super Bowl. Getting Chase Young, too. This team, I don't want to say Super Bowl or bust because bust would mean next year we're, we're done for. But I think there is a Super Bowl window. And we just need a win, too. <laughs> Straight Yeah, yeah. We well, just need a win. Well, so going back to Steve Wilkes play calling, I didn't go back and watch the film yesterday yet. Did you? Um, I have not yet. I don't. I think it comes out tomorrow. Um, oh, but, is that how it works? Yeah, yeah. It, takes it comes like a out day on Tuesdays. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Well, but, uh, from what I saw, just from the the broadcast, it was a lot more zone. But when yeah. we do run man, you could kind of tell because they get open. There was this one play. Um, we had Drake Greenlaw on Christian Kirk, and Christian Kirk ran an easy 10 to 15 yard out route. Um, I was pretty upset. I kept that in the notes. Um, and then some of the just Ambry Thomas, Diameter Lenore down the field, PIs. And hey, shout out Lenore. He, he had a pick. Yeah, he did. Or no, or no. He, had a, well, he had a strip. It was a strip. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and Ambry Thomas, Thomas like his, yeah. his, his rookie year, uh, yeah, I, I remember being at the Rams game. Well, I guess the Rams too, yeah, right? Too. Yeah. Like, we have some ballers on this team in the secondary, and I don't feel like it has gotten the 
attention it deserves. I think the narrative, like as like a couple years ago, was that our secondary was weak, right? Mm -hmm. And I I think to to an extent, um, it's not our strong suit. It's definitely a lot better than it was beforehand. Still not a strong suit, but I completely agree with you. It's the narrative has changed. You know, Ufunga and Gibson are great. The narrative, what do you think is the narrative right now for this football team? Like, meaning in, in, in Super Bowl terms, like if uh, the general public were to get asked, you know, about the 49ers' chances. I would say the public would think it's pretty good. But if they were to give a more deep answer, they would say the two things that were to hold them back would be one, Steve Wilkes, and then two, Brock Purdy play. Um, one, Steve Wilkes, you Dang. know. He, uh, You're throwing shade at Steve Wilkes, man. You, you hey, miss man. Uh, D'Amico Ryans like that? I miss D'Amico. I miss Robert Sala. Robert Sala has coached <laughs> some really good games against some really good quarterbacks this year. Um, but I remember this was week seven or eight. Um, Richard Sherman went on his podcast talking about how he sure. would he would uh, be the coach if he was asked to. But he also stated that he doesn't think the Niners should change um, defensive coordinators midseason like that. Bro, that's so, such a that's so, that's such a uh, dumb question in my opinion. And, and yeah, sorry for interrupting because no, it's good. like. He's never coached ever. Exactly, exactly. And, and then, but and, here's the thing. He went to the Super Bowl with the Niners. So he knows what our oh, scheme is. He I, knows I would hire him. Would if if I'm the yeah, 49ers, so would I. I would hire him in a heartbeat. I would hire him next year. Not for the You're defensive not coordinator job. Yeah, yeah, I want yeah, him secondary. in their organization because a he's a smart guy. I know he's had his troubles over the years. Yeah. But, you know, we all fuck up, right? And it's exactly. good to see him really using his platform because that's what it's all about. I mean, hey, if he becomes a secondary coach next year and then maybe two, three years, give him the D.C. job, I wouldn't be too upset. He knows how to run a defense. He's won a Super Bowl. He's been to three. Um, so he, he's, he knows what he's doing defensive-wise. But the point of that was just to say Steve Wilkes was the narrative in the media. At least Richard Sherman saw it. Um, a lot of the fans saw it. Um, a lot of the media was asking Shanahan if they were to transition the Wilkes from the booth to the sideline, which they did last week. And obviously it kind of worked, you know, we gave up three points to the Trevor Lawrence led offense, which is really impressive, I think, and really great. Um, I think the communication on the day, exactly five sacks, two interceptions, two, uh, fumble recoveries, um, just the communication between player and coach is going to be a lot stronger when they're on the field. Um, if the defense doesn't like a play call, they could tell them right away instead of having to wait until half or try and get someone else to communicate up to the booth. I think it's great. You know, it has its disadvantages. Maybe, you know, you can't see the whole field as well when you're on the field. But the communication is the most important. And it showed yesterday. It showed really well. Yeah, and, and yesterday was straight. his first game on the field, right? Yeah, first game on. Because after the bye. I yeah. think the bye week definitely had something to do with it. Yeah, gave our players a rest, a little little mindset change. I think it was good. Um, 
Well, any bye week in football is like that's the week where you actually get to relax. Exactly. So um, that so helped yeah, and definitely worked. And I mean, I just I look at the roster and I look at this team. The only thing that's gonna stop them from winning, I feel like, is gonna be a game winning kick. And like it's gonna be huh. uh like a Browns type situation. That's what worries me the most. Like I, I could see a scenario down the line. Granted, we're gonna start to do this every week, podcast. Like we're gonna get this going again. Yeah, but yeah. like I see down up. the line, the only thing that's gonna hinder this team is Jake Moody, bro. He looks scared when he kicks. Yeah, man. How, even how, even how yesterday he... before the half ended, he he barely snuck it in. It was like right over the goal post. I know. I, know. I thought it was, I thought it was no good. Yeah, I dude, thought it was so no good. But uh, no, I agree with you, man. Even the Browns game, yeah, he missed the game winning kick, but he also missed one in the first half in a non pressure situation. Um, yeah. If you make any of those two, we win the game. Um, if you go to the Vikings week, he he missed a field goal in the first half. It, I think it was the first kick of the game for us. Um, he missed it. And that just completely set the tone of that okay. game, you know? I I, ha- I think that um, that game in particular yesterday showed that we can win the Super Bowl. Yes. And I look at, you know, the, the, the wins and, and loss column, and I'm like, okay, well, this team won five straight games, right? And we mm-hmm. whooped. That was, you know, so the Sunday night game was really our our. Yeah, we that was them. the high. That was the high of the mountain. And then you know, when things get when things get high, you know, it gets low. So you lose three straight games. But as I stated earlier, I feel like these three losses and then coming out and winning. Uh, against the Jaguars the way they did yesterday you know it's gonna it's it's gonna benefit them going forward and look we beat the Seahawks I know we can beat the Seahawks I know we can beat the Bucks Nick like we'll, we'll jump into next week's game um coming up but I know I know we can beat the Bucks next week we whooped our ass last year <laughs> yeah um, and they had Tom Brady last year <laughs> Tom Brady and uh, and then so after we have the Bucks, we have the Seahawks um, on Thanksgiving, by the way. So I uh, love Thanksgiving. Um, happy Thanksgiving. <laughs> happy Thanksgiving. Uh, and next, and then and then, if, and then the following week we have the Eagles. So we win that Eagles game, and then you have the Ravens. Like, dude, we're we're gonna we're gonna be able to tell if this team can win the Super Bowl because. We have the Ravens and Eagles up on the schedule, and if we can beat those two teams, those are the best teams in that. That's arguably, you know, yeah, the best the two best teams in the, the league. Two best teams in the league. Yeah. Um, bada bing, bada what, what's your what's your prediction? <laughs> what's your prediction of our our final record? Currently six and three. Um, Dude, I could see us got... splitting against uh, uh, Seattle. Well, no. I still just don't think Seattle's good. I just don't think I don't think so either. That good. I don't. Think I really don't. Like I think the Niners are so dominant in the divisions in particular, but yeah. I could see a splitting against the Ravens and Eagles. So it's like okay. you split that. I mean, them. you could. We could go. Uh, 
14 or uh, 13, 13 and four. four, which is like you're looking at the standings right now. And if you're looking at the standings, I think I asked myself, I'm like, OK, well, the number one seed is oh so important in this game. So the Eagles are probably going to It's going to be hard. It's going to be hard to get. The it's going to be really seed. hard. Um, the Eagles schedule isn't the strongest either. At least it hasn't been so far. Um, but they do have a good games coming up. They have Kansas City next week. Um, we know what Kansas City could do. They play the Bills the week after that. Although I think the Bills, they struggle at times, but they could also be extremely dominant. So we'll see how that goes. Um, and then they play the Niners. That's going to be a great game. And they go the Cowboys and Seattle. Christmas. So this next That's the fi- Christmas game, by the way. So we play on Thanksgiving, and then we play on Christmas. Yeah, we play the yeah, the Ravens on Christmas. Because gonna yeah. gonna be a good little holiday season for as Forty Nine er fans. But uh, yeah, we go th- that the Eagles go the Chiefs, the Bills, the Niners, um, the Boys, and then the Seahawks. If they could lose two of those games, and we beat the Eagles. There's a great chance we could still get the one seed. It's going to be really, really. It's hard. going to be like the the margin, or not even like the margin for error. I would say the percentage of that happening is very, very low. And like, I mean, let's think about it. If we beat them, that's already one loss, and they just need one more loss throughout the rest of the year, and then they're good. Is it going to be hard? Yes, yes. But well, I would say most importantly, we have to stay healthy because. Yeah, that's call it, it what you want, but the Niners are normally prone to something happening. Yeah, da 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 da. Because <laughs> I mean, we need to try talk about Trent Williams. This might be last year for him. I was thinking about this uh, after his injury. I was like, the, the what, dude's been 35? through a lot. Yeah, I think thirty four, thirty five, maybe thirty six is the oldest. Time. I could look it up real quick. He's thirty five. Um, I just looked. It yeah. Up. Yeah, so from Longview, wouldn't it be out of the picture if this would be his last season? Yo, okay, I just, I just, sorry, I just peeped his forty time. What do you think it is? His forty time is actually pretty fast. If it was during straight out of Oklahoma, it's probably I'd say a four six, four seven. No, 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 it's a four eight. But like, okay, he's three eighteen, bro. Yeah, he's he's a big dude, six five. 318 pounds and he runs a four eight. He was uh he was going out for a block yesterday. Um I don't know if it was the Debo <laughs> touchdown or it was some sort of end around. And 31 on the Jaguars ran away from Trent Williams. <laughs> it was really funny to watch. Uh, but the dude's a beast. We need to win it for Trent. Um I I um man. I don't know. Yeah. I, Jake Moody, the Niners defense. Not even Niners defense. Steve Wilkes, I think, is a uh, factor of holding us back. Do you think Brock Purdy could be a factor of holding the Niners back? Brock Purdy in particular? I, think, I, I don't think he's going to be the guy that's going to get the blame at the end of the day, which is unfortunate because – that's how that's how it went with Jimmy G in particular. Um, so 
I could see his inexperience hindering us and and um you know maybe a crucial like interception simply because he didn't play good against the Vikings. He really didn't. That was his worst game. As a, I think as a, I think I think the game against the Bengals kind of messes us more. I think I think the Vikings game he threw two interceptions, yes, but they were both um at the end of the fourth quarter trying to to score, trying to drive us downfield. And yeah, those were brutal. The Bengals he had two brutal interceptions throughout the game. I think he almost had three. Um but either way, the those interceptions, those turnovers cannot happen if we want to win the game. Um, especially when you when we're going to face a team like the Cowboys or the Eagles, or maybe even the Lions, um, we can't turn the ball over. And I think I think Shanahan is going to do the best he can to to game plan around that and make Brock's job as easy as possible. But man, if we need a two minute drive at the end of the game going to be scary i mean we we saw him drive down the field against the browns right so it's not like he's not well capable. it would be i would say just as scary if jimmy g was on the field or even yeah you know so i can't wait for january and football playoffs to come around but we have a long still way got to go. we still got a long way yeah like, got, let's win our division the the seahawks are also well, currently sitting at six to stay healthy and trent yeah. williams ankle so he said after the game he's only about like 70 80%. So right, that could depend on that retiring because no one's healthy. I mean no one's healthy right now, right? Yeah. Like the middle of football season. Um so Trent Williams uh ankle is something to look at going forward. Just because he's that good. He is that good. And as far as like um, the the defensive side of the ball, I'm not. Are we are we worried about that? Because you know, um, the thing I'm worried good. about is just play calling. I would say last week it looked great, and if we continue to stay on that streak of go ahead, go ahead and shuffle man coverage in every now and then, but when you're calling man coverage on the first and second down heavy and then you're running a zone blitz on third down it's not going to work um but yesterday we did it great you know let the pass rush get there let let the secondary and linebackers do their job um so stick to that formula we're going to be fine defensive wise but yeah yeah i think too when we we talked about it was uh him him our defensive coordinator being on the sidelines yeah, I mean, I, it works. I, I don't know football like that. I never played like you, Biggie, but <laughs> I I would – if I was a coach, like I would want to be on the sidelines just because I want to be able to be with the players, you know. Um, just the communication factor of it is huge. Right, you the know, communication if, factor. If something the players notice or see, it's going to be hard to communicate when the coordinator is up in the booth. Um so I think there's that positive. The negative of being down there is you don't get to see the whole field. You don't get to see what's happening the whole time. But that's why there's iPads down there and you could watch film 
Hey, it's actually something. Microsoft Surfaces, bro. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So, yeah, I think being down the field is a lot better. You know, it worked for Matt Canada and the Steelers. You know, he moved down to the field uh, two, three weeks ago, and they haven't lost the game since. Um, yeah, are you getting so. your Steelers info, huh? Hey, yeah. go Steelers. Chat ready. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I think – those three factors, Jake Moody, Brock, and Steve Wilkes, if those guys do their jobs, we're going to be fine. Um, Everyone does, does their job. You know, yeah. it's it sucks because at the end of the day, this this season and for the, for the, for the, for the 49ers is going to be defined by if you win a Super Bowl or not. And we could – realistically make the Super Bowl and lose. But huh. we've felt that pain before. And I know you felt that pain before. So felt it all. we're in for it. Uh, there's nothing worse than losing a football game in January or February. <laughs> yeah, but and then the, you have like NBA and then going, going on. Yeah, but your Sixers look real good, Biggie. Hey man. No, James hey. Harden has been great. Tyrese Maxey is really good at basketball. Oh, man. And the Warriors, they, they had their ups and downs this season. I think uh, Clay Thompson and Andrew Wiggins need to step it off. I've watched every game of the Warriors so far. And, uh, you know, I got Warrior blood in me. But uh, those guys need to step it up big time. I don't yeah, know if the change is going to be made. But you're a Sixers fan? Hey, I was supporting them when they were playing the Celtics. I... I I, I like the Warriors deep down, but I love the Sixers. I know you do. And Phillies are great. And I love the now. Giants, man. Let's get Shohei. I don't know how many right. of these Niner fans are also Giants fans. There's a lot of Dodger Niner fans. So how do you feel about the Bob Melvin hire? I think it's good. I don't like the analytics. I think Bob Melvin has led bad teams to the playoffs, like the A's. I think the Padres situation he had was not his fault. I think that's an ego um, based thing with the players, um, I think it'll Wait, be fine. What do you? What do you? Who is ego in particular? Like the um, players of the collective, like like Tatis Machado. I think. Oh, okay. Just too many guys trying to be the big star. Too many guys trying to make the big play, hit the home run. You know, and when they only care about themselves, it's not going to work as a baseball team. Um, and it showed last year. It just didn't work. You know, you have Machado, Tatis, Soto, Bogarts, Cy Young, a candidate in Blake Snell, Josh Hader, the best closer ERA in the league. And you missed the playoffs. It's just, it just doesn't make sense. I think it's – but I think it'll be good for the Giants. I think Bob Mills is a good coach. He's bringing over good staff. So, um, Yeah, I mean, yeah. it's interesting because – the 49ers aren't in San Francisco. They're in Santa Clara. While the Santa San, Clara for Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, they're <laughs> out there. They're, you know, just um, – we need – we need. Uh, I think the Bay is feeling like they need a championship because yeah, – But man. at the same time, like, there's some out there that took the championships we had for granted, and I did at times, like myself. <laughs> I I don't think I have yet. No, no. I yeah, but you're also not a Warriors fan, so it's like 
Yeah, but I celebrated them. The early, early days I was. You, I you think celebrate. With, you celebrate every day, baby. You no, know, but what? Like the early, early Warrior days. Even even when they won last oh, two years ago, like I was celebrating. Yeah. When the, when the Warriors won last year, I was very happy. I was very happy. Oh, yeah? You were very yeah. happy? I was, we were at the parade. That was a fun little day. Uh, well, that was two years ago. Well, yeah, same thing. Same thing. Won last but, year, the Nuggets. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, the Nuggets won. So, you know this. Yeah, I know. Are you trying to question my knowledge? I just don't want to admit the Nuggets are good. <laughs> oh, the Nuggets. I think I think the Sixers are really good, though, Biggie. You should be yeah. feeling good about them. I because uh, I'm worried about the Warriors. A long time. I think I think Clay and Wiggins. That's the key to getting better. But you know, I don't know. just a little miscellaneous talk for you guys. Hopefully, the Forty ers players can go to uh, some of the games and go see the Warriors. Yeah, play. exactly. Debo's been there a few times already. Yeah, Debo's been there. Debo's been there. Um, and then the little uh, entourage of CMC, Kittle, Yushek, and yeah. Brock come together and do it. But uh, yeah, I think uh, I think we'll be good, man. We'll try to get you a podcast uh, either before the game or right after the game. Uh, either way, let's let's take care of business this week against the. Bucks. I thought you were going to be celebrating right now. No. For what? After we win. Oh, we're gonna win. Also, yeah, so you'd be celebrating. I mean, I can. So it might, it might, there might, there might be a, there might be a delay. No, we'll get one. We'll get one. We're, we're gonna be back, baby. We've, we've been on like a, a six-week pause. We're, uh, we're busy men. We're uh, about to graduate college, and uh, the world's crazy. We're busy men. <laughs> So, uh, no, we'll get. He is a busy man, and I gonna, am a busy man. <laughs> we're we're gonna get all back right, on this track. Gotta, Good talking. Let's, let's do, do it, it, man. After we win all Sunday, Niner Empire. Me and Zach, we out red and gold. We dead and gold. Bang bang, Niner gang. Let's go.